0: We've been we've been forecast rain for possibly tonight, it says, but definitely tomorrow. But it says it's only going to be a couple of degrees cooler. It's still going to be like 18, 19 degrees, so it's going to be warm, yet yeah, raining. So thunderstorms. But then apparently on Saturday, it says it's back to glorious sunshine, no cloud, over 20 degrees before it pours it down not all next week till Friday. But still Just with a time. decent temperature. Just in time to watch Forbidden Door outside. You can watch outside on a big projector inside your house, ready for yes, Forbidden that's Door. The point. What do you want? In fact, I'm going to do it. All I need is a big projector. <laughs> but apart from that, I'm going to do it. Yes, but we and you'd we have have to keep... buy the pay per view as well. Mm, that's true. I'll just go around Jamie's. That'll be easy. He's going to buy it, no doubt. We all doing well. I haven't though. even bought it yet. Well, get on it then. You need to. It'll be sold out. They're gonna put yeah, a limit obviously. on how many people can watch it. It's sold out after twelve buys. The forbidden door will close. It will. The door will close. JB, you call yourself a big AEW fan, and you haven't even yet bought the biggest event they've ever had in their pitiful history. The biggest event they've ever had. <laughs> ever had in their pitiful history. Yes, indeed. What what um what wrestling have we watched this week then? Dan and Joe, have you watched Raw? Raw SmackDown. We watched NXT last night, NXT Two Point Oh. We watched um normal NXT, um NXT UK, which is actually getting really good. They're getting a lot of the American stars over there. But yeah, we uh we finished Raw and we watched NXT UK, um NXT Two Point yesterday. So we're all caught up. Raw looked, looked terrible. It was okay. It was entertaining. It's just what gets me is they start the match and they go, oh, okay, Rhea Ripley can't do uh. She can't wrestle in the, the match, so we're going to have a, a five-person challenge to see who's going to face Bianca Belair. But you look at it, and too, there was a couple of people in that match, Alexa Bliss and um, what's-her-face, Liv Morgan. They have they qualified for Money in the Bank. They're already in a match at Money in the Bank, yet yeah. they're having a chance. And Liv Morgan went, yeah, I would happily give up my chance to be in Money in the Bank, to have a one-on-one title match against Bianca Belair. It's like, but would you, though? Because you're going to get battered. You got battered before, like... Wouldn't you prefer a surprise like running? And you look, and then they go, oh, yeah, um, Becky's not happy. So then Becky and Asuka had a qualifying match afterwards. So it was a little bit topsy-turvy. I think there was an easier way of getting Carmella to be facing her. And Carm- Carmella's going to be a credible champion. But it was a good start of the show, good end of the show. But it was a little bit clunky and spotty in places. I think it's just lazy booking when you're throwing in wrestlers that you know aren't going to win because, as you rightly say, they're already in the money in the back ladder match. And it's hard, like, they've got enough talent at the moment to get them to win to face the champion and then put somebody else in the ladder match. That's not going to happen. So you know automatically those two aren't going to win. But then with Carmella winning, no disrespect to herself, you know she's guaranteed not going to win this time round. So she's just been thrown in just for a defence for Bianca Bella, ready for when um, Rhea Ripley's ready again. Um, I think the thing I find most interesting in all of it, though, did Asuka not beat Becky Lynch? So, she's not in a Women's Championship match or a Money in the Bank match. So, surely that's an interference during the Money in the Bank match to stop Asuka from winning. What would presume? Well, she said, well, she went to Postman Pierce backstage and basically said, I'm on the poster for money in the bank and i'm not in a match at money in the bank he said well you can have a match against ask and if you qualify but the weird thing is he said i can't just put you in the match but he put sheamus and drew mcintyre in there without qualifying of he did. on smackdown so it contradicted that and then they had a match and she's like angry i think there's going to be we've got a week until money in the bank there's either going to be a last chance or she's gonna, when she won the royal rumble she was in an entrance she um somebody couldn't compete so she took their spot so very similar with money in the bank. You don't somebody even have to take to but you don't even have to take somebody spotting money in the bank. You can just enter in the last ten seconds. Look at Brock Lesnar. Nobody right, exactly. was injured. No, he didn't take anyone's spot. He just yeah. entered himself. You know, <laughs> the booking exactly. Becky Lynch is like a is a you know main eventer. I think. We can all see that she's. It's between her and Lacey Evans for picking up it. I think there's some people saying Liv Morgan's an outside shot. But like you said, yeah, she doesn't even need to. She can just go and James Ellsworth it and go pick it up herself. Of course she can. And it may yet very well happen. Just to carry on the Asker and views, feud. Um, Joe, I have a gripe. And my gripe is that I was very. Whilst it was entertaining, I was very disappointed with Raw, with the. Elias segment we were all hoping we were all hoping that uh, he was going to be there, the stunt double and of course he wasn't uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on that did you enjoy the segment, were you hoping for Aaron Rex, Damien Sando himself?
1: Yeah um, I was hoping for Stanley but we discussed a couple of weeks kind ago of like a couple of things they did um, and one of the things we said they were going to do is like, they are going to have the two people In the same room, but like edited, so they look like they're in the same room, but they're not. But that is a a clear like stick-on beard, a fake beard. It was terrible. It was was like they went to like Smithy's joke store and bought the cheapest one they could find. It it was awful. They they might as well have just like drawn it on with like a felt-tip pen or something. It was that bad.
0: I yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I was I was disappointed. I thought what they what they did though was was good, but I think you could see the disappointment even in in the crowd as well. Uh, but. There's, there are rumours, though, that Elrond's going to make an appearance next week, and could that very well be Damien Sandow? Because, of course, Kevin Owens said, oh, you must have another brother, you must be triplets, Elrond or someone, and now the word around the internet is that Elrond is going to make an appearance, just to carry this crazy shite on even, even further. But, again, I think, I think we spoke about it last week or the week before, you know, where does this lead to? Where does this end? You know, who who effectively goes over in the feud, when does the feud end, and then afterwards, do we just carry on with Ezekiel and we forget any more references having to do with Elias and people just don't ever bring it up again? I think it's more going to go towards um, Three Faces of Foley you know, you had Mankind, you had Love, Cactus Jack. It might be the case that you would get Royal Rumble, Ezekiel entering like number one or two or three, and then Elias is entering in the twenties. I think it could go very similar. And then you might get Elrod, he's entering in Final Four and wins. Oh, Elrod <laughs> probably will win it to be fair. He's uh he's the best of the three. I'm sure we can confirm. <laughs> but yes, it was, a, uh, it was a it was a it was a poor roar, and I think I've put my finger down to it, the fact that they are missing they're missing the star power. People are either on limited schedules or they're injured. Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, they're not building any of the bigger stars. I mean, what's going on with Tommaso Ciampa as well? Like what they can't decide whether he's heel fades, they can't decide if he's actually starting a feud with any specific person or if he's just bloody interfering. They ain't booking him well at all. I think you look at it and sometimes, yes, it's down to the bucket, but also sometimes it's down to the wrestler. You look at the Keith Lee thing, for example, right? Whenever you're given an opportunity, you have to make the most of it. Um, And obviously Keith Lee didn't make the most of it. He didn't really care and he ultimately was released. With Champer as well, he's been given opportunities. He had something with um, Ali. He was arranged in the US title picture for a little bit. Now he's there with The Miz. You know, he could be doing things expression, his character, um, you know, if he wants it to succeed, ultimately, he'll make it work. But the fans aren't getting behind him. It, when he was in NXT, the fans were cheering him when he came out. Now he's just getting no reaction. But ultimately, yes, it's down to the creative. But some of it has to fall on the wrestler as well. Um, and if he's... He's, he's, he's not doing much up, wrong, isn't. though, is he? He's, you say Yeah, I agree with you. Some of it comes down to the wrestler as well. But if he's not getting the reaction, they're ultimately putting him in those spots. You think about the reactions that he got, as you said, in NXT, the feuds that he had against people as well. Like, those the matches that he were in on the takeovers, for example, were the matches that really, you know, if I, because I rarely did, but if I watched a takeover or I caught up on one, it was because I wanted to see the Tommaso Jumper match. So, you know, people were drawn to him because of that, and the crowd reaction he would get, whether it was at full sale or whether it was in an arena and takeover, were immense now he's not getting anything and you know we look at this it's two different audiences the nxt audience is different to the casual audience but the casual fans don't care and this is just my opinion because he's not if you're just popping up just to attack somebody from behind and then move on to attack the next person behind the next week he's not how are people supposed to learn who he is learn who his character is learn the persona behind him let's actually see him wrestle a match for a change that would be a good idea as well Wrestle um, wrestled the match on yeah. Rory. wrestled CM, uh, not CM Punk, AJ Styles. Yeah, he but, had a good five-minute match with him. But that was the first time. What since he's been on the main roster since week one. No, he, that he was a couple weeks you... ago. Yeah, but that was just because he attacked. Only that match was how long? Yeah, they he were didn't were quite even short. last longer than a commercial break. <laughs> There's nothing that's really emphasising the true calibre of what he's capable of no. when he was in NXT, but ultimately. Make yourself present, do your highlights. Um, yeah, I think he there's a little bit that he needs to kind of do as well. But I do agree with you. He does kind of need to pull his own strings and they, they need to kind of help him out with it as well. I think it, it's yin and yang. It could be helped both sides. You can see why he had apprehensions when certainly Triple H was involved of going to the main roster and put it off as long as possible and stayed in it for a couple of years in NXT. 'Cause to me this is just cementing it for me. You can I wanted to see him on the main roster and I was excited to see what he could do on the main roster. Now I'm kind of thinking maybe he should stay in NXT and just maybe that was a good role for him, never being a world champion, but um, you know, being an NXT champion, but being there to help your braun breakers and your up and comers and things like that, for example. Now he's just on Raw and I don't I don't care about him and that's probably the worst thing that you could say. I d I don't care whether he's on Raw or not, I forget he's on RAW when he is on. Kind of, almost in a way, just moving on. The Judgment Day, Jamie, your favourite faction of all time. Um, what did they do? They dumped Edge a couple of weeks ago. Don't appear on Raw. Don't appear on Raw this week, and instead they wrestled a match on main event.
2: Yeah, Finn Balor's now a main event. What a guy!
0: He, he's a main event. It's where it's the spot he always wanted. He's, first he's ever
2: a Universal eventer. Champion.
0: For don't forget about hours. that. No, yeah, forget about the twelve-hour champion. He's held it longer than um, he's held it longer than CM Punk has held the AEW championship. <laughs> there you go. Oh no, it's uh, I, I understand things like if Rhea Ripley's injured, that those types of things. But when you've got a tag team, not necessarily a faction at the moment, but when you've got a tag team of Damian Priest and Finn Balor, have them on Raw because otherwise you know, you had such a big swerve with the edge side of things, and you were thinking, oh my god, this is massive, what's going to happen from here? Well, the answer is nothing, because everybody's just disappeared. Joe, you're fuming, I can see.
1: Yeah, um, it's, it's unfortunate about Rhea Ripley, I mean, obviously, the presentation on TV is like a faction as a group. I don't know how they would explain it, storyline-wise, of, like, why Rhea Ripley's out, and why she's injured, like, When Bianca Belair cut a promo, she went, we can't compete, we're going to have a match to decide the number one contendership. They just kind of brushed it over really quickly. So I don't know how badly she's injured. Hopefully it's a minor injury and she can recover quickly. But as you said, um, the judgment day could be like the next tag team in waiting. They could have faced like Street Profits or someone like that, like Street Profits are facing the usos and many in the bank uh for the unified tag team titles they could put themselves into the mexico yeah street profits don't this is the titles we do they could have had a, a match against the street profits but then i suppose they could have just like not explained to me Ripley not being there they could have just gone yeah we just won a match against the street profits but that could that could have worked i suppose but yeah, it kind of makes sense why they're on the, the minor show on the main event and not on Raw because they look better as a three-person team and as a tag team. They're not as impressive.
0: Well, don't worry yourself, Joe, of all this terrible booking and lack of star power on the main roster because he's picked up the phone, he's called him, and he's back next week. Jonathan Sr. himself the saviour, he's here to save the show, save the ratings, he's going to come out, he's going to cut a promo, Austin Theory's going to come out, Austin Theory's going to talk some trash to his face, Johnson's going to hit him with the AA, and he's going to get a big wave and leave, I've already booked what's going to happen, he's going, uh, that's exactly what will happen, down to a T, nothing more. Thanks very much for coming. Probably segment one to open the show as well, and the rest of the show will be tin pot. Anybody want to predict anything different, or we're surely all in agreement that that's all that's going to happen. John Cena is pinning um, do Drop for the 24-7 championship. I was going to mention that. She it, didn't she, on main event? <laughs> Her first championship, 24-7 title, and it happened on main event. Um, drop. And, and like, no, nobody really knows about it either because nobody watches me. I didn't know about it until this morning when it popped up on a random Facebook feed. But, yeah, what's, so what's happening with Cena then, Jamie, next week?
2: What's happening with Cena next week? Well, obviously, it's before Money in the Bank. We've got, at Money in the Bank, we've got Austin Theory against his toughest opponent yet for the US title in Bob the Lash. So, yeah, I feel like there might be a little bit more. It, it could be something like if you beat Bobby Lashley, then you get me at SummerSlam. That seems like the most logical thing, which would mean Austin Theory would beat Bobby Lashley somehow. And then, I mean, John Cena might even enter himself in Money in the Bank and cash in for the U.S. He title. Who knows? He, he it. might cash in for the U.S. title at My SummerSlam. I don't. It's any chase title. It's any title.
0: Yeah, well, I don't want to chase that record World Championship. No, rather because be he knows theory.
2: Roman Reigns can't beat him. <laughs> no, yeah, so I reckon something like that, you know, kind of setting up that SummerSlam moment. They'll have a little bit of a face-to-face, like he said, but it will be something along the lines of, like, don't worry about me, kid, you got Bobby Lashley at, at Thingy. However, if you beat him, I'll be waiting for you at SummerSlam. Oh. Something like that. I'd love it if Austin Theory came out just dressed like Fugonomics, you know, just to take the piss out of him.
0: What if he does? That could happen. What if the scene music... Well, they already had that thing, didn't out. they? They had yeah. the... Uh,
2: all the superstars were dressed up as John Cena to celebrate his 20th anniversary, weren't they? And Austin Theory was dressed up like the Fugonomics, so... Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Nobody knows. And that is why we love WWE. Oh my dear Lord. Dan, what's your...
0: Theory, no bullet intended on what's going to happen <laughs> I agree with Jamie I think it's it's inevitable that so you know, You're know looking at SummerSlam, we're already piecing together The card for SummerSlam, we're going to be having Seth Rollins versus Riddle We're going to be having Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns For the 27th time And we're going to have John Cena versus Theory United States Championship Putting the new talent over the old um, They're already setting the matches up for You think the Theory's going be to beat Cena, did you just say? he's going to beat Cena, yeah. Of course, it'll be a clean victory in four minutes, 23 seconds. But I think it is the case. We're already setting matches up for SummerSlam. It's in a massive arena. They need to sell some tickets. It's not sold out. So why not? John Cena sets it up and then we can do, yeah, I'm I'm overlooking Lashley. You could even have Lashley win the belt only for him to win it back the following Raw multiple-time champion, you know, keeps Lashley strong then. But, yeah, I think it is the case that we're getting that showdown between Cena and Theory, and we're ultimately getting them at SummerSlam. It's what the people want, so give us what we want. Is it what the people want? want. I'll tell you what I want, Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want Jerry Halliwell, please. (laughs) No, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Horner. I should say, yeah, Jerry.
1: Give, Horner. give us some, give us some red Bull. I'm sure she'll uh, come in with you I'm that. sure she That's will. That's an F for you. I'll hey, what's te- your I'll...
0: favorite Spice Girl? Was it was, was it Jerry Halliwell? Was it? No, I, I like Jerry Halliwell. Baby spice. Now oh, these days, yeah, it. it was Baby Spice. Every, everybody's was Baby Spice, then, but these days, um now she's a bit older. I, I like her with Jerry i like sporty spice mel-, mel c you know she did a song with brian adams as well i like Ron- song, that was i like her on goggle box she's oh, good on the celebrity- oh, she's good on celebrity goggle box go on joe you should do a wrestling goggle box what's yours joe scary spice
1: um posh spice oh, the
2: beckham
0: my oh no it's the just beckham. started raining i said it was gonna rain it's just started raining outside there we go not the yet. dream maker the, dream the I was going to Who order Who finishes the Rainmaker, Taren? Um Damien Priest. No. Um, what's to begin with? It's a New Japan wrestler. Um, He's going to know. He can't name any. <laughs> um, it'll be. Um, what's his chops? Is he wrestling at Forbidden Door? Is it Tanahashi? No. Is it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You can't even
2: name two New Japan Pro Wrestling stars.
0: Yeah, Tanahashi. Uh, what about Akeda? There you go. Who? Akada. Akada. Akada Akeda. Akeda. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it's him. He's bound to be in there. Is that it's yeah. a, a scout leader? Akeda. <laughs> okay, <or> Arkela. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it'll be. Um, What's his Chots, who was in NXT for a bit, who stole the go-to-sleep off CM Punk? Who was what that? The go-to-sleep? The go-to-sleep. What was he called? Is he called?
1: Kenta. Kenta, Kenta.
0: Kenta. That was it. Yeah, but he won called Kenta. What, what was he called in NXT? I've forgotten.
1: Kadeo Itami. Kadeo Itami. Kideo Itami.
0: That is, that's the one, yeah. My dear Lord. Bless it. I can't wait for this Forbidden Door, though. I think it's going to be pretty decent. They've got some good matches. I think Cesaro potentially could be uh, Zack Sabre Jr.'s mystery opponent as well. So the question is, we'll have a chat about the door now then. So, Jamie, you are, get that bloody door open. I swear to God, Dan, if this quiz is on doors at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure we may be able to guess what this quiz is all about. Good, And I'm sure we will move on to it.
2: What, What we said beforehand, Taryn, if it is right. Uh, I will put my prediction in now, Dan, of what the quiz is about. Everything but WWE and AEW, because of that Forbidden Door is about every other company. <laughs> no,
0: no, oh. no. What was the what was the gift that I posted? It's a Vince quiz. Yeah, it is a Vince. Taryn was right. That's it. what Taren said. Tarren well, said on the Vince quiz. <laughs> well, um we'll have a chat about the old forbidden door and then we'll have a chat about Vince before the quiz, just so it's Fresh in the old mind, but Jamie, I assume you are paying for it, and I assume you are ordering the event. Most likely, it's another bloody Sunday night one as well, isn't it? Not a Saturday, so yeah.
2: I'm gonna to have
0: to just watch it after work on on Monday. So
2: you can fast forward all the matches, yeah? Good.
0: Absolutely, get through those women's matches. I think there's only one, is there anyway? Um, I just want to know is Mega coming back?
2: That's, that's what we all want.
0: Yeah, I think there's only one women's match. It's um, Tony Storm versus... Um, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. I think the, t- the title potentially title. could be changing hands. No way. I, I think he's going to as well. Yeah, no, I do. But don't I mean, be stupid. This, I wish this, she'd this... stop moaning on podcasts, though. She was on um, Jericho's podcast. To what her, Jane I listened to her earlier. I listened to her on René Young, and she just moaned for half an hour. Yeah.
2: She's only 26, though, isn't she? that's I no find issue, that mental though. i find that mental how <laughs> long has she been around
0: well she was in the first may young that's uh, when i've seen her wrestling in newport she wrestled in in the neon terrible she was terrible terrible absolute terrible there isn't a word for it I'm at least sorry not jamie uh, taryn uh, who's your favorite aew women's wrestler then if you don't Chris- like johnny storm Chris Statler. No, it's not. What, I'm what's the finishing move? <laughs> <of? laughs> the UFO, the probe. I don't know. She's not an alien anymore, though, is she? No, go on. Who is no. your favourite women's wrestler? D- Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. There's what? your answer. That's who it is. What's wrong with Britt Baker? She carries the women's division, even when Nothing. she's not the champion. <laughs> exactly. Um... We'll we'll pick out a few of the matches. We won't go through them all just because there is ten, but we'll pick out a few of the uh, the tastier looking ones. And so we've got Tanahashi versus John Moxley. That of course is to crown. Can't believe I'm saying it again the interim world championship, my dear lord. Um, <laughs> so we assume John Moxley's winning this because Tanahashi's not going to be on. Dynamite every week, you see, from, you know, New Japan, so...
2: Does that matter? The champion's not even on it, hey, Dynamite, each week.
0: But, yeah, but then you can't have the champion not on it and the interim <laughs> champion on it, because then you're going to have to have an interim championship, are Exactly. So, I assume John Moxley will have yet another boring reign as the champion, um, but... Unless unless anybody thinks any any different. I think the match will be decent. But does anybody want to throw it out there and say he's not going to win? Because you'd be stupid if you did. No, I think we're all in agreement on this. It needs to stay in the company. It would be quite a surprise if they do. But, yeah, interim-wise, I mean, Mox carried the company through the pandemic. I think he needs to have it. But, um, yeah, it's an interim run, which is a bit weird. But then we might get to see Moxie versus CM Punk when CM Punk's finally cleared which, to be fair, sounds like an absolutely incredible match. It'll have to be well, a fake bomb under the ring death bar Wyatt match, whatever they were calling it. Surely that's what you've got to do with a Moxley CM Punk match. They've they've got to do it, but do it properly this time and get a different company in for the detonation under the ring afterwards. <laughs> I,
2: was t- I was speaking to uh, my tutor on my course, because he's a big wrestling fan as well, and... This is last Thursday, and we had about a forty-minute talk about wrestling, and we were talking about what's possibly going to happen with this interim thing, and he had he came up with a, like the best story. Could you imagine?
0: No, it's I like couldn't.
2: what if obviously they have the interim title or whatever, and then obviously they defend it like normal, and then Eddie Kingston wins the title. Eddie Kingston wins the title, and then faces CM Punk down the line. Because, obviously, everybody loves Eddie Kingston.
0: Like, I can see Eddie Kingston. It,
2: if he wins it, it will be like a Mankind moment. Like, literally, like, oh, my You're God, he's Adrian. finally done it. He's won it. Yeah. And then, obviously, the only place you can go from there is, could you imagine the only person that could, obviously, beat Eddie Kingston and beat that pop would be CM Punk. It's then. Then you have two possible routes to go from there. You'll have CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston, obviously not knowing who to cheer for, because it's CM Punk, for one, and then it's Eddie Kingston, the fan favourite. You could basically go down the whole route of making CM Punk a heel by basically saying, if I beat you, your title reign doesn't count. So he's never been champion because he's only been interim champion. And that would just make him like the biggest heel in the company. Sounds like a great storyline. So, and, yeah.
0: I can see them facing each other when Punk's back, so I could see Punk and Moxley fighting. Punk wins, ret- I say retains, becomes the ultimate undisputed champion, whatever, and then his first defense is against Eddie Kingston. But I, I don't know if I could see Eddie Kingston winning it from Moxley before Punk gets back. I think if Moxley wins, he's champion till Punk gets back. Personally but I'm happy to be proven wrong. I don't really, Dad or Joe, if you're in agreement with me or Jamie, or if you have a different take on it. No, I think he, he kind of needs to hold the belt up until CM Punk does come back up. And then it's kind of like, who is the real champion? Who is the who is the champion all along sort of thing? And Moxie versus CM Punk, I think would well, be an absolutely incredible match. Um, I do think if you're asking me to put my money on who would carry the belt, I'd say make Moxie a two-time, um, because he did have a bit of a short... Short, rubbish run during the pandemic era. So it'd be Is kind, he going to be the nice. first two-time yeah. world champion? They haven't had a multiple world champion yet, have they? No, not yet. But oh, he so he's definitely CMD. going over then. He's definitely going over. CM Punk, I think they have to. He's a fan favourite and he gets everybody buzzing for it. But I think yeah. you're looking at the future of it. You're looking like a John Moxey who's going to be in the business for a good five, ten years more. You're looking at CM Punk. He's probably got another one or two years left in him. So it, it makes sense. And plus, you've got the, the Blackpool... Combat Club um, rising as well. Potentially adding a fourth member at the pay-per-view as well. Um, yeah. you know, it only makes sense. They're getting stronger and stronger. So, another match to pick out from here. We have it. The fatal four-way match for the AEW All-Atlantic Intercontinental World Universal Championship <laughs> with Pac versus Miro versus Malachi Black versus... Tomohiro Ishi, is that how we pronounce it? Ishii, yeah, Ishi. Bless um, you, time. <laughs> um, so, Dan, was this not when you thought Cesaro was going to come back? Because this is just a fatal four-way, or have you got? Yeah, I think it, oh. there was some rumours that he could because he's Swiss. But in terms well, of my prediction on it, I think, like you said, it's one of these ones. They need to do something with Pack. He's awesome. Give it to Pack as the first champion. I see. We we've mentioned it a couple of times i know i have specifically over the last couple of weeks that pack for me has has to win this either looking at it either pack or malachi black um both of them need something effectively to me it's 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 got to be it's got to be keen there's only one winner it's got to be pack hasn't it it's it's kind of weird we're looking at this pay-per-view and we're predicting AEW star, AEW star, well, AEW star. I we haven't just... predicted a New Japan star yet for anything. I was just going to say on the that. The second that... match. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say that because I think because there is a fatal four way match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, isn't there? Which has A, Carter in it and Adam Page and Adam Cole and Jay White defending, and I think um, A Carter might beat Jay White for that because that'd be a way to get the title back on a New Japan wrestler, and he can go off, and then Jay White can actually
2: have some matches in AEW. Yeah. But no, Miro's winning the All-Atlantic.
0: Oh, wow. Do you reckon? Yeah. He's the TNT champion.
2: Yeah, but he's come back. He's on this dominant force. Maybe this is the moment. Maybe this is the moment we've all been waiting for, and we're finally going to get CJ Perry debuting at AEW. Dear Lord, no, she's gonna win the. Well, I like to thank my Lord for my 7th. soaking hot wife. That's what he would say when he wins. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, okay. he's definitely yeah. looking to redeem himself, isn't he? Yeah, so, no,
2: Jamie, he... Tara won't get that reference because he don't watch AEW. I did, sorry, I, did, I didn't <laughs> hear what I didn't hear what he said. He's he said gonna
0: he's redeem,
1: himself. To redeem himself. Who is Nero?
0: That's what he says in his promos. No, he's he doesn't. As... He's known as the Redeemer, Tarin. That's, that's his... What, uh... Since when? Since when have they called <laughs> him? What is that, since he's like come a, back? Like for a year. No.
1: He no. was the best man.
0: Gaming, yeah, yeah I remember he was the best was man. Gimmick number two, that the was Redeemer. terrible, the best man, Gimmick. That was so... Uh, I, I don't remember any of that. I just remember him as the T-N-T-T-T champion. I remember him as. What do you mean when he was the Redeemer? I never remember them calling him calling himself, or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is why you're bombing a prediction. S- lead. <laughs> send Send him back to the WWE where they'll use him properly. Get that long, frizzy. Use it properly. Again. He's about to get a new title. <laughs> no, he's not. Don't, he's don't worry, Rusev. Pat's we saved your it. tank. Your tank's don't worry, still not Rusev. I'll,
2: I would like Pac to win it, but it's all built around Miro. This tournament.
0: We um, hmm. are we quite confident that Will Osprey is going to absolute. Shawmen Orange Cassidy so and send stupid. Orange Cassidy to the um, future Endeavors line. He's going to retain the United States Championship. Are we a... going to
1: see a cheeky Nando's kick though?
0: Oh yes, I, I would assume so. But Will Ospreay what is a, What's a
1: Nando's?
0: <laughs> 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 and, uh, unless anybody thinks Cassidy, because you'd be stupid to think, Jamie probably thinks Osprey's Cassidy's going to win woman-like. it. I'm watching oh, his match against um, Dax or Cash. Is yeah. it Cash or Dax? Dax or Cash? Dax or Cash? One of the two. His match with him at the moment is absolutely spectacular, to be fair. Yeah. The guy's epic. I've the guys seen him wrestle before. It's, he played I the say, Elastic this, is the band. Moment.
2: this is the moment we've been waiting for, Osprey on American TV. He's finally getting the main, like mainstream audience now, which obviously he should yeah. have had years ago. He's the best, obviously, non-American talent. Unsigned by AWW. I would agree. I would agree. This is that, the yeah. moment, obviously, been waiting for. He's definitely <laughs> going to be Orange Cassidy.
0: Moment.
2: Um, it's good to see Orange Cassidy back. Love the man. So, but yeah, Osprey oh, will win this. Dear
0: one. Lord, we've got um, we've got an eight-man tag match: the Young Bucks uh, and the Bullet Club versus Dude with Attitude. And here you go, loss in de Japano. Way, <laughs> yeah. Taryn, are you secretly the man with the mask? Yes, I am. Hi. I am. I'm El Fantasma. Hello, oh, nice to see you, man in the mask. <laughs> 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 I'm what's he called? Um, he's always on. Well, he's injured now, and he but he's always on rampage. Fugo del Sol, that's me. He's not injured. He, he um, interfered. I in thought Jericho's he had a big hole vices. in his neck. No, he interviewed uh, in Jericho's hair. He has no idea. He has no that, idea. You mean what what is that the Jericho won? <laughs> 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 you mean that last <laughs> year Jericho won? Like, and everyone was going, no, Jericho's going to get his head shaved and Jericho won. I This that. is why I should be top of the prediction league. This is exactly the reason why. Uh, <laughs> right. This is this is the prediction. This is I know we don't include AEW events on our prediction league, but this is the prediction oh, that gets me do it. to the top of the Prediction no, League. Fucking so Kiwi. It's Zack Sabre <laughs> Jr. Oh, right. versus an opponent of Brian Danielson's choosing, because of course, unfortunately, Brian Danielson is out of action, he's injured, he cannot represent with the Blackpool Combat Club. So this will be the match, either the penultimate match or a couple of matches before, because this will be the return of Kenny Omega against Zack Sabre Jr. hand-picked by Brian Danielson. It's happening. You've heard it here first. Give me 12.5 points for the prediction. I'm at the top of the league, and I dare anybody to come up with if dan says cesaro which is where it's going then i mean what what do we think do we think first of all do we think it could be Kenny omega and second of all would that be a good idea or not hmm i think i would love that match to happen i think it'd be an incredible well, it's going match. to i've just told you it will that's where you bought for the prediction table Taryn. um I think well, we've, either, we've got two routes. We've either got somebody who's employed by the company or we've got somebody who's doing another debut. Tony Khan's opening his wallet again and bringing somebody new in. Is it going to be Johnny Gagano? Is it going to be Swissaro? Or is it going to be somebody that they've already got there? You remember when um, Brian Daniel was saying about the people that he'd love to bring in? You know, he's saying people like Daniel Garcia. Potentially it could be him. It could be somebody who's up and coming, climbing the ranks. It could be Anthony Gogo. <laughs> think of the people that are there. You know, it, it could be Cesar Bononi. It could be a Japanese talent. It could be Ryan Nimeth. You it know, that would be, be a great show. Mick shape. Foley. It's Mick Foley, I've decided, for no reason at all. It's, it could be Paige. Paige here. Paige here. Well, yes, yeah, and she's left now, WWE, and not she? Paige versus Zack Sabre Jr., ladies and gentlemen. I'll <laughs> be fine. We'll all be fine with that. We'll watch Paige versus Zack Sabre Jr. But if you think of... about it, it's going to be a grapple. Fast, it's going to be one of those hard-hitting technician matches. Who's some of the best technicians you've ever seen? Cesaro, amazing. Johnny Gagano, amazing. I think the sky's the limit with it. I think that they're probably going to stick with somebody who's already in the company, which I'm fine with. But if they do use that opportunity to bring in somebody that has been off the radar, I mean, it could be The Fiend. It could be Brie Wyatt. Oh, I mean, oh, no, acts...
2: He was talking about the match being really, really technical and oh, like, he's the only one that can go. It. No, Brian Danielson said in oh, his promo it. saying it's someone who can like basically do that. Whereas Cesaro does fit the bill, but I don't know. I feel like if he came into it, it would be under different circumstances, but... And then, just, wasn't we, weren't, yeah. weren't we talking about last week that he was signing back with WWE?
0: That's the <laughs> rumour that's doing on the dirt sheets. That obviously, he let his contract expire and left. But the idea is probably that he will eventually make his way back to WWE before he goes to another company. So, he's probably just having six to eight months off or whatever. So,
1: You're but again, go to the
0: I've got it. It's going to be but, Brendan. Bronco Brendan White, friend of the show, friend of the podcast, Bronco Brendan White, who got starred on by an old woman. I saw his video. Mate, <laughs> he could have taken it. He could have taken it. He was just giving her the benefit He of shit the himself. He shit himself. He, he did. I saw him. He shit himself. Um, so I, I think I am, I, I mean, I will. I'm not going to pay for the damn thing, but I will watch the event on, on Monday after work. Um, I think, yeah, I think it'll be a good show. It looks very, very solid as long as Regal turns up. Because obviously it's kind of all split the Blackpool Comeback Club, isn't it? With the fact that U is in the six-man and John Moxley's in the world title and Daniel Bryan, uh, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson is injured. There we go. You'll get us sued. <laughs> <laughs> Bryan Danielson is injured. So as long as Regal shows up, then... Yeah. Nice to
2: see you, man in a mask.
0: <laughs> I I hope we have all now been listening to Willie Regal's fantastic podcast. Yes, that's I, so I heard cool. half, yeah. of the, half of the first one. Joe's listened to the, the whole of the first one. I heard the, the half of it. The guy who he's talking to, um, I think I'm going to take a bit of time to get used yes. to him. do you know what? Exactly the same. Cause he's a, I can't think what he's called now, but he's a friend of that Conrad who hosts the platforms of all the different shows. And I he thought it was about, him for a minute. No, it's one of his, it's one of his friends, um, and it took me a while to get used to Comrade, but I, I've listened to the first three episodes in full, and the fourth episode dropped today, Thursday, time of recording, and I've listened to the first 20, 30 minutes, because the third episode is really... I mean, they've all been really good. It's my new favourite podcast, other than, of course, Um and maybe other than Jim Cornette's, but um, <laughs> some of Jim Cornette's podcast episodes because he does two a week now. Sometimes they go on three, four hours long, so I just listen to bits of bobs of it. But the Regal ones, I feel like i have listened to them all the way through. Uh, episode four dropped today, and like I said, I'm about halfway, about thirty minutes into it, because that's about two and a half hours long. But the third episode is a Q and A session where people are sending questions online and on the socials, and, and that's that's really good because he's. He's stern but fair with his answers, with with everything, and he, you know, there's no negativity from him. That's what you'll find, even towards the WWE, and especially Vince. Like he said in his episodes, he won't hear. I mean, he might change his mind now with the allegations, but when he says he won't hear a bad word said about Vince, and he will never say a bad word. But that's obviously him personally. His relationship with Vince, he says he he doesn't care that the company let him go. He was there for so long. They helped him. They paid for his surgeries, his rehabs. He never had a bad word with Vince Ever. He was never, you know, Vince never shouted at him or anything like that. He could go to him for advice and, and, you know, vice versa and things like that. He's a real good eye-opener with him being my joint favourite wrestler of all time alongside Kurt Angle. um, Just knowing more about him inside and outside the ring is very good. And he goes in personally, you know, his personal demons, much more than he ever has. You know, people think that he had his wobble at the beginning of his career in WWF and then of course he had his wobble again around the time he won King of the Ring when he was suspended and there's a hell of a lot more than that and you know times where he's nearly died and I think the interesting thing yeah, that I took from it heart him, issue in 2019 He does yeah which, was yeah which people didn't know about did they Um but I think the thing I took from it the most was the fact that when he said he got suspended from WWE when he was when he won the King of the Ringer, there was rumours he was going to be made world champion. He said to this day, he still has no idea. He wasn't taking any steroids. He wasn't taking any. You know, all these rumours, oh, he took some steroids and all this. He says he has no idea. He didn't take anything illegal. And he thinks that the doctor may prescribe him something that he didn't know about, which you've heard Russell say that before, but you tend to believe it with Regal especially on this podcast, because he's just been so open and truthful about everything, everything that he's ever done wrong or anything negative in his life, he's just telling it. So I believe him really when he says, um, I genuinely don't know and still don't know to this day why I failed that drug test and why I was suspended, but it was difficult for him to question it against his suspension because he likes to just not do what he's told but respect the business and respect his peers and his elders effectively and that's what he did, but... Yeah, if you've only listened to the first episode, I would subscribe, like, and subscribe to Gentleman Villain, and definitely listen to it because it's very good way to relax. Listen to some old wrestling stories as well. I would say so. Hopefully, he's at for Hopefully, he wins. Yeah, he should be the interim <laughs> world champion. Today, I'm surprised you didn't say Willie he Lee should legal. face Zack Saber Junior. Why you he said that? Here. Because he's retired. Hand-picked
2: well, and by by Brian. By you,
0: Brandt Brian... <laughs> There he is. Handpicked, someone who can because he's him. He even Perfectly. says that. I'd love to see it, but I think he'd have too much ring rust. He has been out of the game too long now, and I don't want to see a William Regal, one of the best technical wrestlers ever in the world. But you, you don't want talk. to see in
2: you, in uh, you even talk about who is rest- the event no making his
0: return.
1: Who? Sting! <laughs>
0: no, he's not wrestling. Which match is he in? There yeah, he is. Is he? No, no, he's in not. In the thingy
2: match. He isn't. Uh, the uh what's it? It's um it's the young bucks, El Fantasmo and Hikulio versus Dark Allen, Sting, Takahashi oh, and Sky. You just Why saw your books went right Darby oh,
0: Allen what? and Stink called The Dudes with Attitude.
1: Oh, I <laughs> my cool. <laughs> yeah, dudes?
0: They're dudes and they've got oh, attitude. Right, no, I'm moving on from that because that's already disgusting <laughs> me. I'm not a fan now. The Dudes with Attitude. Darby Allen's, No, nah, terrible, terrible. It's like they went on with those
1: Beep Generator at, um, like Beep Generator website. Well, it like, is, yeah. Like, with, that's
0: the best they could come up with for a chap who's in his 60s and a chap who's an emo skateboard and the dudes with attitude. No. Unfortunately, God, not for me, <laughs> you think. Um, terrible. And speaking of it's terrible... Revival, we're gonna
2: Riddle and Randy Orton.
0: Instead no. of bro, it's dude. I'd still rather watch Randy. the dudes with Attitude and Riddle all day long. But speaking of terrible... We have to well finish the show with this. There was no getting around it, and of no course, no there was chance. no chance in hell we could not talk about it. And of course, typical for us, as soon as we finish recording an episode, either a few hours later or well, a day after, knowing we're not going to record again for another week, big news comes out, and it's of course the scandal, if you want to call it that, involving um Mr. Vincent Kennedy, Kennedy McMahon himself, and some we have to say alleged it is alleged there's an investigation ongoing but it it has been alleged it is alleged. thank you it is alleged um that vince mcmahon has had an affair alongside john Laurenitis, who's also been partaking in this fiddling about um and there was uh, a lady who was hired by the company um Vince has allegedly taken a liking to her and within the first year doubled her pay and her salary for the next year, had this affair. It's been alleged that she's been passed around between Vince and John Laurinaitis and then she's been let go by the company and in doing so, they basically get paid her $3 million or they're paying her $3 million. I think it's come out since that it's so much a year over two or three years. Um, to keep her mouth shut basically and, and not say anything about it. And then I think I read one of her friends has come forward and that's how it's well not leaked. She's gone to someone and said, I'm letting you know that this has happened to my friend and I think it's wrong, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera, X, Y, and Z, and that's how it's all come out. Um so we've seen the fallout from it. Vince has been temporarily removed as CEO of the company. Stephanie McMahon has been placed as interim AEW World sorry, interim CEO of the company, basically, as a stand-in, which basically means Vince is still running the company because he's going to tell Stephanie everything to do. We know what's really happening there, but so be it. And there is a full investigation going on and, you know, there could be a big punishment from anything, from a big fine to him being voted off the board. You know, he may be the owner. He may have set it up at the end of the day. It's a publicly traded company. It's on the stock market there is a board and you can remove a chairman from the board. That's how, how it works. I don't think it's going to happen personally because this is Vince we're talking about and I'm sure brown envelopes may be passed. Who knows? So let's not get there. We're not saying it will happen, but I can't see him being removed from the company. And I suppose this part of the show, we should just really talk about our thoughts about it, but then also our thoughts about the fact that Vince has basically come out because he was there on SmackDown. He was there <laughs> on Raw. There was no reason at all for him to be on SmackDown or Raw. He didn't need to come out and say that stupid couple of lines that he said on SmackDown. He didn't need to come out and announce John Cena for the week later because we already effectively already all knew about it. He has come out basically to basically say a big "F you" to everybody, no pun intended, John Cena. A big "F you" to everyone and go, "I'm not going anywhere. I'm still here. Look at me. I I'm the ruler of the world and everything. I'm Vince McMahon." So. We'll start with you then, Dan. What's your thoughts on the whole situation? What do you think is going to come of it? And what's your thoughts on Vince's two appearances in the last week? Well, you know, they're saying that it's, it's great, essentially, it's gross misconduct. Yeah. And he's, as part of the company, abused his power, uh, paid the person off, and now it's being found out and it's been investigated. It's good that it's been investigated. I think the fact that it's had traction across all of these mainstream outlets, I mean, it was even on the BBC, it was on the Metro over here in yeah. the UK. And, you know, they never pick up on wrestling stuff. So you look at it like that and you think, oh, bloody hell, stuff must be going down. I mean, the link that I sent you guys was from BBC News. Um, I think it is good with Stephanie McMahon now taking over the reins. And I think we always looked at it thinking, yeah, Stephanie was always going to be the one next taking over and stepping into that uh, spotlight. But with Vince coming out, you look at the ratings on SmackDown. Like, everyone was going to tune into Riddle versus um, Roman Reigns anyway. But then when they went, oh, Vince is going to be starting the show, everybody wanted to pay attention. People were staying up to watch it. And then he came out on Raw, they were all popping, and he just goes, yeah, John Cena's here next week. And he jumps off some stairs. And he'll probably come out next week and go, oh, yeah, Curtis Axel was never officially eliminated for the 2014 Royal Rumble. He'll yeah. just keep coming out and doing like random things every week. He could, you know, be. Because he's there anyway, but so why not? not? Um, just cheered by everyone. Well, so this is the worst really thing around. about it, is everybody's loving it. And I kind of think in this... He hasn't done anything it's word. illegal Don't Don't
2: <laughs> into it, I mean, it's a word. he hasn't
0: done anything illegal he's done something terrible against his wife and his family and he's done something terrible effectively in the eyes of the law of the company that he works with, it's gross misconduct like you say but people just I suppose this is the internet wrestling community for you he's got bigger as big reaction as he would ever do it's a work. <laughs> I can't say, it's a pretty bloody big work I it if it is one Why is that woman walking past my house in a short, t shirt and a dress And it's pouring it down in rain, sorry, carry on
2: Tarek's Ta- going to say that the MJF Tony Khan thing's not even a work That is oh, all wrestling. he's going to be
0: hand-picked by Brian Daniels and MJF See, there you go, who knows no, but, uh, sorry, a the league. sorry Dan, please yeah. carry on <laughs> Before you were no, really interrupted by Just in, in general, um, I don't think any of us are extremely surprised that Vince McMahon has been abusing his power and having a bit of rumpy pumpy on the side. Um I don't think allegedly. we're all um, Yeah, allegedly. I don't think we're all too allegedly surprised. Um but allegedly we'll find out allegedly what's gonna happen with it. I am see, surprised see the the most about the fact that this alleged incident on the basis of the fact that this is only over the last couple of years. Vince is in his mid seventies. I don't think this woman was in her seventies. <laughs> I think she was much, much younger. So no chance. She, no. Who you know? I'll it's say, so I'll say like no Vince. more. I'll say it is. I'll say no more. But yeah, Joe, your your thoughts on the situation?
1: Um, I'm see, Mister Dad. I'm. I'm not surprised. I I would have thought this would be happening. I've heard alleged rumors that he's done this before with Linda and. Um, I think on the Pat McAvee show, he was talking about his his wife at the time. So I don't, there's rumours that Linda and Vince aren't actually together. I find it convenient timing a couple of weeks ago, Stephanie McMahon stepped down for family reasons. And now she's suddenly back and she's taken over the country as, as, you know, interim CEO, the chairwoman. You're like, it's very convenient timing. I'll put it up.
2: Some would say, oh,
1: yeah, I'll put that oh, as, as as carefully as I can. You know, think about this back storylines of the 90s where Vince McMahon had trish on a, a leash and he had he wheeled you know Linda McMahon out in a comatose house and like he had an affair on screen. So the, the best storylines are rooted in reality, so it's maybe an allegation, but Vince could Vince has gone, I'm in the news, I can make a storyline out of this, hence why. on smackdown he's on raw and whether it's true or not and yeah i agree those kind of things you shouldn't be doing and yes it is gross gross misconduct but he's in the entertainment business he's there to spike the rate to get people to subscribe to the wwe network or peacock or whatever what a better way to get more people watching than i'm in the news i'm gonna make i'm gonna make a storyline out of it like, yeah. Jeremy the King, Lola had a heart attack live on raw, and there was a storyline. Three weeks later, um, Eddie um, Guerrero died of a heart attack. That he made a storyline out of it. You know, as horrible he's as no you, shame, a shame. He. he's got no shame, He's got no shame. Now make a story. You know, he made a storyline where he was literally god. So you know, I'm not surprised. I he mean, made he made a storyline where
0: he was blown up and killed off. If it wasn't for the Benoit tragedy, then you know. He's got no shame. In fact, I'm surprised he didn't make something out of the memoir tragedy, but that is a step too far, I suppose. Um, Jamie, how do, what what happens from Vince from this then? Is he found guilty of gross misconduct? And is he fined, removed from the board, or does things carry on as normal?
2: In homage to everybody's favourite oh wrestler, God, Enzo Amore w-o-r-k work no i'm joking (laughs) um the good thing to come out of all of this if anything we can take the positives like you said stephanie mcmahon is in charge and triple h is back is she but triple h is back there's rumors he's been around a performance center and he's kind of back as well helping out which is good Like you said, like you've already said, I can't really say much else on these alleged accusations. But Vince McMahon is appearing. People are tuning in. It's what happens. People like it. And what Eric Bischoff coined the phrase in the 2000s, controversy creates cash. It
0: certainly does. And as we say on this podcast, we look forward and view it with A to the breath to see what happens. We certainly do. Now, Dan, To finish off the show, I assume then, as you said, you have a Vincent K. McMahon themed quiz, an alleged quiz for us. I do indeed. So that's why I thought I'd give you a kind of clue, see if you'd pick up on it um, yesterday. But yeah, I've got a quiz, 10 questions. If you guys are ready, you've got your pen, your papers, your keypads. We'll start with your questions. Jamie has his
2: Google. Just so you know, nice I'm on my phone, it's empty, I'm on yeah, notes. on his
0: phone, there Google go. it, look at it, notes, you can just press on. Notes. on swipe. <laughs> nice and simple for number one, you'll all get it correct. Taryn gave a clue a second ago. What is Vince McMahon's middle name? Know middle it, name. I know it begins with a C. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. What university did McMahon attend? Was it Princeton, East Carolina, or Brown? He um he passed a business degree. If you want to. Is it, no, yeah, it's Princeton, mm-hmm. East Carolina, or Brown. He didn't pass an ethics degree, did he? Oh, lol. my
2: dear lord.
0: I Number mean, three. I mean, he
2: got away, he got he got away with the steroids.
0: So, <laughs> what else can True. he? <laughs> get away Number three, worth four points. McMahon has won the PWI Feud of the Year four times, but against two. Four different people. Okay, four points.
2: Four different people. I thought it would be like Stone Cold two or three times, but all right.
0: <laughs> I think. I say I think I've got it. That's bound to be a four-pointer for me. I'm on a it's, roll there. It's got to be. It's got to be Kane. It's got to be Kane. It's got to be Sting. Number four. What year did McMahon win the Royal Rumble? I feel like a full mark's coming on here, Joe do a full marks. <laughs> which one, for number five, which one has McMahon won more? Best booker or best non wrestler? You can see it ticking. He's won one two times and he's won the other one three times. Oh, surprised he's won the other one that many times. I know. Right, number six, at WrestleMania 2000, It was uh, McMahon in every corner. But whose corner was Vincent? Oh, I I just had a feeling you were going to ask this question. I was thinking, boy, don't ask that (laughs) because now I'm trying to think. That one's obvious. That one's up. Oh, no, it's got to be. It's It's got to be. be. It's (laughs) got to be. And he's not even in the match. Love it. Okay, number seven, two points. Who did McMahon beat to win the WWE and the ECW World Championship. So two different people. Who did he beat for the WWE title? Who did he beat for the ECW title? So is this a two-pointer question? Yes. Um, oh, who
2: did he beat?
0: Yeah, okay. okay, number eight. Finish the lyric. Greedy politicians buying. That's your question of eight. Finish the lyric. Oh. Greedy politicians. Have <laughs> got to buy-in. get it word
2: for, word for word for word?
0: Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I know it. One, yeah, no. It. It's just one word. Oh. oh you mean in the five. In his theme at <laughs> first, I can't yeah. even work out what he's saying. Right, okay. Number eight, finish the lyric. Greedy politicians, buying. Right. <laughs> How
1: many Is words? What? He was words. gonna say it then. <laughs>
0: I just want the next five words. I know the last
2: word. I always just mumble the rest of it because I don't know what the words are. (laughs) (laughs) I've
0: got it. I think it's five words in it. Number nine. Vince Romans had five matches at WrestleMania. Mm. He is one and four at WrestleMania. Who has he beaten? He has not won four at WrestleMania. No, he's won one and lost four. Did did, did Dad not just say he won four, surely? McMahon he did, has yeah. had five matches at WrestleMania. He is one and four at Mania. He oh, he is one and yeah. yeah. four. Accent I thought he, he one said he is one and four. Oh, it's that, that bloody yeah. Welsh, Is That bloody Welsh. and Kumraig. Indeed. Cross you are, clugger. So he's well, one okay, so in four at WrestleMania. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So who, who's he who's the only person he's beaten at Mania? Who was and the only number ten. He beat at Mania? Nice and it's simple yeah. for number ten. Who was McMahon's first WWE WWF match against? Oh, hang on. I'm still doing new we beat at Mania. Hang on. That's number nine. You really one person, sake, yeah. Right. So what was number ten? Um, number ten. Who did McMahon beat in his first ever? Wrestling match, WWF or WWE wrestling f- match. So, his first ever match that ever he had, he beat you, or what was his first? No, who did, he, who did he face? Yeah, who did he face? Who did he grabs with? Oh, good lord. It's going to be completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Right, it's so all about right. right. We should publish this quiz. I mean, I tried to, search to see if there's a one, a quiz, and there wasn't really that many. So I had to put this together myself. We'll start with your number one. I'm pretty sure you'll all have got it. What is Vince McMahon's middle name? Anderson. Anderson. No, wait, Kennedy. Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy. Anderson. It is Kennedy. Congrats, yeah. guys. I'm pretty sure you've all got that one. That's why I wasn't going to ask somebody. I quiz. got it. I got it. So I'll go in order on this one. Which university did McMahon attend? Was it Princeton, East Carolina or Brown? and No idea, Brown. Jamie?
2: I also went for Brown.
0: Joe?
1: East Carolina?
0: Yep, it was East Carolina. McMahon, North of North course, North was North. born in the Carolinas. So he went to school there. Love. Number three, McMahon has won the PWI Feud of the Year four times, but really? against who? We'll go Joe first. Who are you for?
1: Oh, Austin Rock, Stephanie Triple H. What was that? Oh, oh, oh sorry. Oh, oh. Uh, let's <laughs> oh, oh, oh. get excited! Uh, <laughs> oh, Austin okay. Rock, Austin Rock, Stephanie Triple H. Oh, fair enough.
0: Got one there. Um, okay. Austin. Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. You got two, Ooh. there. Ooh. and Only Jamie.
2: Two. Okay, so I went for Stone Cold, Ric Flair, Donald Trump, and The Undertaker.
0: You got one. Yes, I got oh, two. What was the answer? <laughs> you've all got. You've all got Stone, Stone Cold, Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> you could have also had Eric Bischoff. Ah, oh. could have also ben. had Shane McMahon. Ah, oh. and you could have also had H. BK. Yes, so I got that. So that was 2 wasn't it? Good. What year did McMahon win the Rumble? Jamie. 2001. That was Austin. That, that was Stone Cold. Taron. 1999. And Joe. I got 98. It was 1999. Oh, yeah. oh my God, Taron might get a point. Jesus. Um, number five, which one is McMahon won more, best Booker or best non wrestler? Tarrant Well, I I can't see being best Booker, but it will be now you said that, so I'll ha- I'll have to go with best non wrestler. But I've got a feeling it's Booker now. Jamie. I went for best non wrestler.
1: And Joe, same best non wrestler. King Booker. It oh was my booker.
0: lord. <laughs> Not in the last 15 years, he hasn't. He's won best booker three times, best non wrestler twice. Fair enough. Number six, a WrestleMania 2000, McMahon in every corner. Whose corner was Vince in? Joe. Big show. Taryn. I think it was The Rock. Jamie.
2: I also went for The Rock.
0: I did it for The Rock. It was The Rock. I think Shane McMahon was the big show, Stephanie was Triple H, and Linda was Mick Foley. Correct. Yeah, that's uh-huh. it. Because Mick Foley um, came out of retirement like three weeks after he <laughs> retired at the way out. Because um, Stone Cold was injured, injured, wasn't he? Bloody hell, Joe, he's not that easy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, Tyron's getting a point. Um, number seven, who did McMahon beat to win... The WWE and ECW titles. I uh, will go with Joe first. Who did he win the WWE title off? Big Show. And who did he win the ECW title off? RVD. Zero points. Jamie, WWE. Uh, I, uh, I went for The Rock.
2: And ECW. And ECW title, Bobby Lashley.
0: One point. And Taran WWE. I don't know if I put Triple H, but I put Bobby Lashley for the ECW. And what did you put for... It was definitely uh, WWE? Bobby Lashley. True, true. Yeah, it was definitely Bobby Lashley ECW. So I didn't know what WWE was, well, so I put Triple H. Yeah, it was Bobby Lashley with ECW when um, Umaga came out and caused a distraction and beat him up, yeah. so he rolled him up and held it for a few months. But with the WWE one, um he vacated it on the next Raw. Yeah. But it was against Triple H. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. two points. Number eight. Finish the lyric. Greedy politicians buy in. Joe.
1: Songs to best on. What? Songs to best on. <laughs> songs to best on. Yeah. That's, I don't know what it is. So it's, <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Greedy politicians buying
0: songs to best on. No. Um. Taryn. Greedy politicians buying souls from us puppets. I said there was five words, not four. Buying souls from us puppets. Souls from us puppets is four. No, buying. Again, I, I just kind of remember it. Puppets. That's the lyrics. is greedy yeah, politicians. So buying. I, said I said buying. So we got souls from us so- puppets. That, but that is the line. There isn't another word it. in it. Nobody. Well, then there's only four words. Nope, there's five. Jamie? There isn't. That's the line. I'm uh, Googling this. I,
2: it's souls to use as puppets. No chance.
0: Greedy politicians buying souls from us are puppets. No, there isn't a word. Oh, there's definitely anger. Yes, there, is. Yes, <laughs> there, there is. are <laughs> puppets.
2: To be college. fair, like all I do is go, to the minute, to puppet.
0: Oh, okay. Just say R. Oh, fuck it. No points. Sorry. Do I not mm. get half a point? No. 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 <laughs> no. <doing it>. <laughs> I bet
2: <laughs> the embarrassing thing, can you go Taron first for this? Because I feel like he's going to get this wrong.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, Number nine. Who did, Who is the only person Vince McMahon has defeated at
1: WrestleMania? Taron. Huh?
2: Pat McAfee. Oh, thank God. Sure. I was going to say.
1: <laughs> Pat McAfee.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure Jamie's got it. It's Pat
1: McAfee.
2: It only happened like a month. I was ago. like, I, I know, I know that's so what, what I mean. Forget. I was like, you were like, you couldn't remember it. I was like, it happened like last month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and number 10, who was McMahon's first. surprising, though,
2: no, that's his only first ever win at WrestleMania. It only happened. Yeah, he's always
0: year. putting people over. And I think he's beaten, um, he's been beaten by, was it Hulk Hogan? Bret Hart, Shane Man and Donald Trump. No, do one in the Trump match, was he? I can't remember the other one. Shit, he's, lost last Shane, one. he's lost to Shane. Uh, he's lost to WrestleMania. He's lost to Michaels. He's lost to Bret Michaels. Hart. Yeah. Yeah. He's lost to he, Bo-
1: ended, he lost to Hogan. Hogan.
0: Yeah. And number 10, first match, Taron. Oh, I, you know what? I don't know. Because obviously I thought his first match was... But you said he won in his first match, did you not say? No, I didn't. I just said, who did he face in his first match? Oh, well, Stone Cold then. Jamie.
2: The thing is, I was going... I like, thought he Cold said he won for in some his reason. first match. I went completely random. I went completely random. I went for someone like Steve Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: Joe. I said exactly the same, Steve Blackman. Hey! Eh? It's Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: Oh, thank God. <laughs> that was the first ever match. So tot up your scores. i got an idea. I think I know who's won this one. But, uh, I think Towns won this one. Uh, I think so I I Because got... he was
2: Googling all about eight. Vince earlier. <laughs> yeah, all right. Then. No, it's the one.
0: Eight. Four. four? Yeah, four. Wow. Oh. Vince, we're going to tell Vince. And Jamie? Five. So, Taron, as you know, when on this one, can you finish the lyric? Greedy politicians buying, buying souls from us are puppets. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I thought it was buy souls from us like a break, and then it went puppets like that.
2: <laughs> that's what it sounds
0: like. Greedy politicians buy souls from us puppets. <laughs> I thought that's what it was, but there must be an no, R in called, there somewhere. Ah, puppets. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's a point to me. That's like two wins in like three. And he's still
2: bottom though, don't worry. I uh, know, don't
0: worry, I'm joint bottom now. So the, the leaderboard looks like this. It's Dan on nine, Jamie on four, and both me and Joe on three. Come yes, on, I'm only
2: one point away from tying bottom. <laughs> you are indeed.
0: Or oh, tied second if you want to look at it that way. Thank you for that, Dan. Rather enjoyable, that one. I will forever remember that there is an R in the lyrics of Incent Man when we sing it at his funeral or when he gets (laughs) fired from the company, whatever happens first. But where can everybody find us on the socials, Daniel? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Show. You can also give us a like, and a subscribe so you never miss an episode you can rate us too and let us know your comments but we are on the social media we're on the twitter the instagram the facebook again give us a like a subscribe we run daily polls well not daily sporadic polls and we're always there to hear your feedback and your views so get in touch and tell your friends lovely enjoy the forbidden door everybody if you do watch it Enjoy seeing Vince. What if Vince walks out? What if Vince walks through the Forbidden Door? It's never going to happen. He'll probably appear on SmackDown or Raw again this week, though, like you said, to talk to shite together. Just remember, we're together, he'll say. But yes, whatever wrestling you're all watching this week, please do enjoy, and we will see you all again next week. Jamie?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess without further ado, Kenny Omega will be at Forbidden Door. I said he will. Goodbye! Pointing.
0: Turn the